Why does Hamas get to keep their social media accounts? Hamas, they are the terrorist group adored by sympathizers like Ilhan Omar, who took a terrorism class. I don't know if you guys knew that. And that Tlaib lady, Congresswoman Tlaib, I mean, calling her a lady, by the way, that, that's so generous of me. I should be allowed to keep all of my social media accounts forever for calling her a lady. Because, I mean, come on, you guys, you guys see how she stomps around Congress like a triceratops screaming the F word, impeach. I mean, why do all of these people, these hateful individuals, why do they get to keep their social media accounts? Zuckerberg, come on, dude. I mean, these groups, they're killing your people. I mean, do you not care about that? Have you not a heart, Zuckerberg? I mean, these groups, they literally dream about killing Jews in their sleep. If Facebook is really concerned about banning dangerous sites, shouldn't they lose their accounts? Or was this whole dangerous people a load of crap that dork Cuckerberg was trying to sell the public on so that they could ban conservative Americans who say things that they don't like? Of course it has nothing to do with danger, and it never has. Hezbollah and Hamas, they can say whatever they want when they return from their carnage and their terrorism. And Nicolas Maduro, he can say whatever he wants, feeling cute, might run over a bunch of people with tanks later. But PJ Dubs, no. If he wants to talk about modern art and how it's hideous, can't do it. Too hateful. Guys, socialism is cancer and everybody knows it. And speaking of socialism, first want to bring you a message from our pals at FreedomWorks on socialized medicine. Because, I mean, you guys don't need me to tell you that socialized medicine does not work. I mean, remember the thing called Obamacare? Remember that disaster? Surely, because lots of you are probably losing your doctor as we speak. Obamacare was an abysmal failure. And it's also not a secret that for many people now, prescription drug prices are totally unaffordable. So let's learn from the mistakes of Obamacare and keep the sweeping hand of government out of the drug market. Because right now, the HHS secretary, Alex Azar, he's actually considering implementing price controls on prescription drugs. Doing this will lead to the shortages of vital medicines and set medical research back decades, making it harder for researchers to find cures for diseases like diabetes and Alzheimer's and even cancer. I mean, I didn't sign up for foreign governments meddling with my health care, did you? Don't think so. So thankfully, FreedomWorks is doing everything they can to sound the alarm and persuade Azar that more government intervention is not the answer to runaway drug prices. But FreedomWorks can't do it by themselves. That's why they need your help. So I'm asking you to go to freedomworks.org Miller to tell Secretary Azar to fix patients, not prices. Because make no mistake about it, tying the prices of your medicine to other countries, that does not put America first. In fact, it will leave countless Americans to die while they wait for treatments that may never be discovered. So the Trump administration is repealing costly regulations at an amazing rate. They're doing a great job at that. So let's make sure Alex Azar's department does the same. We've got to fight this with everything we have, folks, and it's going to take every single person watching and listening to do it. So go to freedomworks.org Miller. Take action now. That is freedomworks.org Miller. All right, we all know it. We all know it, big government sucks, and big tech sucks too. And to be honest, I mean, I don't even want terrorists banned from social media platforms. L let the terrorists say what they wanna say. I mean, most, most of the time I can't even read it because I can't comprehend the scribbles that they write in, but when they write in English, I see, oh, oh, they want death to America. 
Oh, I get it now. These, these are not good dudes. It's patently obvious from their own words. So let us see their words. Show us how ugly they are. Of course, it's not really an issue for terrorists being banned since they are not the ones that social media companies want to ban. Because now Facebook, they have taken down some official account pages for the terrorists, but all of the fan pages that support those terrorist groups, those pages still exist. But if you mention, if you mention Alex Jones, or you mention Milo Yiannopoulos, or you mention Tommy Robinson, uh, Tommy, 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 Tommy Robinson, we like Tommy Robinson. Will that get me banned from Facebook? Do it, Facebook. Ban us for liking some of these individuals and what they have to say, because it's going to be more and more individuals that you actually agree with that Facebook is going to try to ban. It's just a matter of time. Only right-wing extremists, though, get banned. You got Hamas, on the other hand, that's a group whose members are killing a bunch of Jews. No, they still get to thrive. They still get to post their hate. They still get to post everything odious that they believe in on the page. Suicide bombings, A-okay with Facebook. Criticizing those suicide bombings, not so cool. Gaza Now, this is a group that has over 2 million followers. They post hateful stuff all the time, and Facebook does not ban them. Facebook, in fact, insists, well, this does not go against one of our specific community standards. But you can block. Oh, you can block Gaza now, or you may be able to unfriend them or unfollow them. Now, folks, I actually agree with that. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why more people can't do that. If you don't like a page, guess what? You can unfollow it. It's like magic. I mean, I, I get all of these messages in my account. Sir, take me off of this page immediately. I'm like, guys, I'm not posting on your page. Do you know how social media works? You follow me, you idiot. I mean, maybe, maybe we need to ban idiots from social media. I'd actually, I'd actually be willing to consider that. Unfortunately, Silicon Valley wouldn't because they'd go out of business because they thrive on idiots using their page. So I guess, I guess for now, you're going to have to live with the unfollow feature. But again, it's quite easy, folks. But for some reason, liberals, they can't just unfollow conservatives. No, they have to ban them. We've got the Mark sisters out there spreading their hate on Twitter. We got Representative Sloppy Tlobby. She forgot she was a United States representative for a second, I, I guess, because she stood up for the Palestinian terrorists. When will the world stop dehumanizing our Palestinian people who just want to be free? Uh, our Palestinian people? Our? I, I, did, did, you, did you forget for a moment that we are uh, Americans? I mean, I mean, which country do you really represent, lady? The, the terrorist one? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, we don't know with these people anymore. I mean, that's what she might call dual loyalties, right? But you know what, guys? I mean, they, they just, they just want to be free. That's all they're trying to do. They just want to be free. Enjoy the breeze. Enjoy the fresh air and enjoy their freedom. That's, of course, why they're trying to eliminate Israel off the map. Just blow it right off the map. It's about freedom, right? Well, that is freedom for everyone except for the American right wing. Because Antifa International, well, they still get to keep their page. They are just too brave to ban. Alerta, alerta, Bremen Antifascista Samstag, they write on their page. I mean, look, look at all those brave Antifa members with all of that energy. Those soy chai lattes, those must have a lot of caffeine. Because look at those, they, those guys, look at that guy on the bottom right. He is really revved up. Let's go get him, guys. Let's go get him, boys. We're going to bash some Trump supporters in their skulls. Out there wearing a MAGA hat, well, we are coming for you. Justice to the rescue. They've come to break a few bones. I mean, that is th their own bones. 
Jones, of course that is, because you know when they when they throw a punch and their wrists are too weak to sustain a little impact, yeah, the bones in their wrists get a little broken. But no, th- those groups who are who are threatening violence, those are totally cool. And Chris Cuomo will probably justify it by saying, you know what, they're just they're just doing the Lord's work. And talk about Antifa. I've watched them in the streets protesting in different situations. Okay, there are certainly aspects of them that are true to a cause. That is a good cause. They want social justice. They want whatever they want in that context. You tell me when that has ever happened. You tell me when that has ever happened with neo-Nazis. Where they have ever been doing Chris, Antifa the right is not thing. a good cause. Antifa does not have good aims. Antifa wants power, wants political power taken uh, through force. That's what Antifa Steve, is all about. I mean, they are be, the just inheritors be clear about of what Nazis I'm and brown I am shirts. not here to espouse Antifa or any group on the political well, sure spectrum. Sounds like it. Chris Cuomo is so confused. What they they do some good work. I mean, CNN they love Antifa, and I I I would bet. A few of their anchors are behind those blast masks. I mean, I, I can totally picture what's her name, uh, Allison Camarada, ending her show and calling up her girl Poppy Harlow, throwing on a black mask. Let's go do some looting. Then Anderson Cooper is like, "Sorry guys, I totally can't make it. I'm decorating my new office in Hudson Yards." No, Antifa, they're totally cool with CNN. And then this group, this is another group that gets to keep their page. They're called the Anarchist Revolution. And they post about throwing Molotov cockies, little Molly cockies. Enjoy your Molotov cocktail with your appetizers, folks. But if the Molly cockies aren't hateful or violent enough, well, they want you to know that not all lives matter, actually. Because when a cop says, my life matters, writes, my life matters on our hands, well, Anarchist Revolution's response is, mm, does it, though? Does it really, though? I mean, if a right winger posted this same meme in reverse, you got some Trayvon Martin looking characters saying, my life matters. And someone on the right said, ah, but does it, does it really? I mean, that would get you banned in a hot second. On the other hand, jihadists, terrorists, Hamas, Hezbollah, they all have their fan pages and groups. They get to keep all of that. Nicolas Maduro. He has his account. He's murdering people in the streets of Venezuela. He's killing them. He's literally the most evil dude probably on the national stage right now. He gets to keep his account. I mean, if Hitler, if Adolf Hitler had a Facebook account, he'd probably get to keep it. You know, he's uh, he's a he's a nationalist guy. That's really bad. Should we ban him? No. But remember, he's a he's also a socialist. Oh, okay, that's right. Never mind. We'll get him to keep his account. I believe the more speech, the better. And Will Chamberlain had a brilliant piece in Human Events, the publication that he and Raheem Kassam have revamped now. Will Chamberlain argues that access to these platforms is, in fact, a right, not a privilege, a right. And make no mistake, this is not a right like the ones that the left invents, right to health care, right to a home, a right to a job. To say what you believe has been a right in this country since its founding. In fact, I, I think there was some sort of a, what was it? It was some sort of amendment, uh, in the, um, what was that document called? The Bill of Rights, that's right. There was an amendment in the Bill of Rights about that. Free speech, Will argues accurately, is more than the First Amendment, which only protects you from the government, more specifically Congress, from infringing on your rights. In 2019, that is woefully inadequate, he writes. Access to large social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, is a prerequisite to meaningful free speech in 2019. Conservatives should focus on passing legislations at both the state and federal levels that protects all citizens' access to large social media platforms on civil rights grounds. I mean, it's about time, right? 
It's about time the right start. The left, they're insisting everything under the sun is a civil right. It is my right to kill my son in the womb and actually outside of the womb now because I, I want to go have fun at the discotheque and have zero responsibility. So why don't we pass legislation that enforces our most basic right enshrined in the very first amendment to the Bill of Rights? If Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or any of these companies, if any of them use the means we used to engage in Discord in 2019, if they deny your right to use their platforms to speak, you should be able to march right into a court, just like those lawless wastrels do every time their precious illegal immigrants are denied the right to break into our country and get an injunction. You should be allowed to get an injunction from a court that forces them to restore your account. You don't, need, you don't need regulators, you don't need all the busy bodies buzzing around. If they infringe on your right to speak, take it to a court and be done with it. I, I don't understand why we're not doing this like now. States with Republican legislators, they could be doing this right now. Keep the bad guys, keep the good guys, let them all say what they wanna say, and let America decide whom they want to support. That's how it's always worked. It's called freedom. Might want to give it a try, and it is about time that Silicon Valley give it a try. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.